Hello everyone, you're listening to the 10th episode of our David Lynch Marathon here on the Uncut Gems Patreon-exclusive podcast. If you're not subscribed, then welcome! We hope you enjoyed this little preview and we hope you consider supporting us for just $3 a month to listen to the entirety of this episode and to also other bonus episodes with movie tie-ins and retrospectives to our regular show the Uncut Gems podcast. I'm here today, joined, as always, by the lovely Jakub Flash and Randy Burrows. How are you doing, guys? Good. Doing Good. awesome. Yeah. Taking a lawn mower to, to work this, today, you know? Yeah, taking it slow, taking it slow, you know? <laughs> yeah. We, last time we talked, we, we were on a lost highway with David Bowie rocking in the background, getting lost in our demented thoughts, psychosexual nightmares. But today it's calmer, today is chiller, because today we're talking about David Lynch's The Straight Story. Alvin, you've got three five-gallon cans there, 15 gallons of gas. We need so much gas for her, Alvin. Sig, you're one nosy son of a gun. You got that right. I want to buy that. What? The grabber. Oh, geez, Alvin. That's my grabber, Alvin. Well? Uh, oh, geez, Alvin, I don't know. I, I do have two of them. I could... well, I'd think $5 would be about right. This straight story is often seen as an anomaly in Lynch's work, which is uh, not surprising. This is his first and only G-rated movie distributed by Walt Disney of all companies. So far. So far, who knows, who knows. <laughs> David Lynch's new show coming straight to Disney Plus, summer 2024. I mean, I, I mean that'd be story amazing, two. actually. <laughs> straight story two, straighter. I mean, he has um, to come back, right? <laughs> true that, true that. Uh, the genesis of this project is not unlike other projects from the time, but basically David Lynch, by now, as we've mentioned, was married to Mary Sweeney, who was a, a film editor and she did the last couple of his movies. And she was constantly seeking projects, not just for herself, but also for David Lynch. And she read this newspaper article that talked about Alvin Strait, the 74-year-old man who rode over 300 miles on his lawnmower to go visit his sick and elderly brother. And she she explored this uh, this drive, basically this 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 journey that Alvin took together with screenwriter John Roach, and ended up writing a little bit of a screenplay, and they presented it to David, and he loved it. Originally, was a bit hesitant, but after he heard the story and after he read the script, he found so many emotions to be there that he thought, you know what, I just I just fell in love with this story, and I wanted to pursue it, even though it's not surreal, even though it's not violent or sexual or any of that. And so this is what we have. A very peculiar western, a road movie. Is this really a David Lynch film at its core? All questions that we will answer in this episode. Randy, what are your thoughts on the straight story? 
It's a Western. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not going in that direction. Maybe we will later. Maybe you can convince me that that was happening again. That wasn't any part of a thesis that I wrote. It is happening again. He's, he has yeah. a hat, okay? He has a cowboy hat. He does have a man. cowboy hat. But look, the straight story, I've got a long history with this movie. Oh. Um, yeah, this is one of the first films that... I saw with my wife, we went to the theaters to see this. This was when we were friends, sort of pre-courtship. So there's that uh, lovely memory. And also Richard Farnsworth. Um, He's an incredibly special actor to me. So first off, uh, Richard Farnsworth played Matthew Cuthbert in an Anne of Green Gables TV movie in the 1980s. So every Canadian my age saw that (laughs) film multiple times in the 80s and i dare say farnsworth is sort of small scale iconic in canada for that role no one knows him as an academy award nominee no one knows him as a stuntman which i believe he was for some 25 30 years before he sort of moved over more so into acting but when misery came out everyone i know who went to see misery hey matthew cuthbert's in that so like (laughs) this is a guy that everyone knows but they know him from one place um (laughs) Secondly, there's an element here that stories to me that resonate with me, one kind of story that resonates with me is when a strong, silent type guy goes on a journey. There's something about that that really touches me. I don't really know what that is, but uh, I feel some sort of connection to it. And as Alvin Strait, this character goes on an incredible personal journey and he's carrying a tremendous load with him. And maybe that's to me, I'm just sort of cluing in this screening. I've seen Straight Story four or five times that like this tremendous burden that he's sort of carrying is symbolized by him hauling this huge wagon. But mm-hmm. there's something about this type of story that really touches me because, you know, big trips can change a person. And I think there's a lot going on here. And just sort of in the periphery of, of my mind, I'm thinking of a very personal uh, story, which it is to a lot of Canadians. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Terry Fox. Do you know that name? Terry Fox is a Canadian legend, and he was a young man, an athlete in high school, and he had cancer, bone cancer, maybe? I sort of forget mm-hmm. maybe some of the details. And during his treatment, he had to have a, a leg amputated, but he spent a lot of time in a children's hospital because he was like 19 or 18 or young, young, young man when this happened. And he was so touched by the plight of the terminal kids that were around him. He said that to himself, you know, and being an athlete, he, I'm, I'm going to run across Canada. So he started at the most Eastern tip of Canada and just started running by himself with his family, just driving a station wagon behind him. And this is a story that it's very personally touching to me. There's just something about this courage. I think this is a guy that you know, he was just overwhelmed by the emotion and what other people were going through. And he bore that on his back and with one leg ran a marathon a day, like whatever it is, 32 K something a day, every day for 143 days before he actually had to stop that. Um, and he succumbed to cancer himself shortly after reaching halfway across the country and Thunder Bay, Ontario. So every year we sort of, we celebrate that and there's a, all schools in Canada embark on a marathon of hope and raise millions of dollars for cancer research in Terry Fox's memory. And I'm thinking of this 
Now, this Terry Fox is a guy who was sort of looking forward and he was thinking of other people. Alvin Strait's on a similar journey. He's, he's largely thinking of himself, but he's looking backwards and he's carrying a tremendous burden and he's doing so through pain and through struggle and just on his own. And there's just something about that which really, really touches me. And uh, so, yeah, I really, really love this movie. Um, I should also mention, like, there's a few other connections that I feel every time I watch this. Richard Farnsworth, he feels a little bit like one of my grandfathers, one of my late grandfathers. Wise, soft-spoken, decent man, like all about decency, doesn't say too much, probably struggled to share feelings. It was just that generation. And there's just something about that, again, which gets to me even on a personal level. And even in watching this too, um, I feel a lot of connection to it because as the camera is gliding through the fields, the cornfields of Iowa, I feel like these roads, these fields, they could very much, very much be my backyard. This feels like you're, you know, going through PEI in the summer, except it's potato fields, not cornfields. <laughs> so like I really, really connect to this on a lot of different levels. And the more I look at the character of Alvin Strait, I get, and I look in here and I see there is so much to this character and we just get little glimpses. But I think it's a film about generations. I think it's a film about mental health, mental health, specifically men's mental health and how carrying burdens impacts you, impacts you over generations, impacts you because as a man of that generation, you didn't really share your feelings. So you just, you sucked it up and you were able to do it, or maybe other people sucked it up and had problems. So whenever people talk about David Lynch's filmography and you get these great discussions about these great characters like Betty from Mulholland Drive and uh, Sailor and Lula, Dale Cooper, Laura Palmer, we talked about them, Jeffrey Beaumont, mm -hmm. they never mention Alvin Strait, but he is an epic character and I really love this movie. And there's another piece of this, which I feel ter there's, there's a phrase that you, you hear sometimes, but people will pine about, Oh, in the good old days, things were so much better in the good old days. I hate that expression because shit wasn't right in the good old days oftentimes. So there might be some talking points about how some things were better in the old days, but there was a lot of strife in the old days and if you look at Alvin Strait, the good old days weren't that good. And the more times you consume this movie, the Strait story, you see that and you see the toil that uh, this man has gone through and what he's he's living with. And he's moved beyond and he's looking all back on it now. Um, but there's trauma there and there's a great deal of survival and it's fascinating stuff. It's not all positive necessarily, but it's fascinating stuff and it's a brilliant character study. And uh, I, yeah, I, I love this character. I love this film. And insofar as, is it a David Lynch film? Uh, yeah, I, I dare say it has a lot of traits. That's probably a, a, a piece we'll get into later, but I, I think in a way it fits in there nicely. Wow, man. Beautifully put. Very, very touching. Jakub, how about you? How do can I follow you, can that? Can you match? How do I follow that? Like, you can't follow that. Like, thanks everyone. Good night. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Peaked early. Peaked I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. 
fell asleep twice. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I also have a long history, although it's a very, very different history I have with this film. Oh. Um, <clears throat> maybe it's slightly sort of, let's just say more, um, slightly lighter <laughs> history, because there's, there's been some profound truths that have been just uh, uttered in here in the sort of, uh, what kind of almost is maybe still a free segment of this show. <laughs> So you're just like, you let yourself go for free. <laughs> just, um, now, what I will say is I watched this. This was probably, I think it was a, the second or maybe the third David Lynch film I ever saw. Wow. Because I know for, I think I think I know for a fact. And then there is, if someone, there's, my cousin may, may, be, may be able to kind of rectify this just in case. Uh, I'm getting this wrong because he sometimes who will listen to the show you'll be just like no we saw we saw Johnny and Monica together in the cinema what are you talking about you idiot <laughs> I'm like I suppose we did like I just I totally didn't remember anyway so um I think that I, the way I remember is I saw Lost Highway first and then I got like ooh this this guy Lynch I really like this shit because I was 16 I don't know something like that um and uh, you know, just it's just starting high school and just getting getting kind of to know to this this kind of cinema. So just really into this. Like this is very symbolic, you know. This is very deep. I don't understand any of this, but this is cool. So you get to tell your friends that this is the coolest thing you ever saw, and they'll say like, I don't understand it either. This is the coolest, right? Um, so I saw Lost Highway. I saw Eraserhead, and this came out. So, you know, like, we're just, like, renting this. Like, this is a new David Lynch film. Like, this is the guy who did Lost Highway. I'm watching this. And there's this fucking guy on a lawnmower. <laughs> 111 minutes. And uh, so, <laughs> suffice, to, suffice it to say, at a, at a ripe age of 16, I uh, I didn't get it. <laughs> and I watched it again. And I, and I thought... I think in my 20s I was just If you'd like to listen to this show in its entirety, head over to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash uncutgemspod, where for three bucks a month you will get access to many more bonus podcasts from us on Uncut Gems, such as tie-ins to our main show, themed retrospectives, and comprehensive director marathons like this one. Patreon.com slash uncutgemspod is the place. Head over there and subscribe. 